Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Raving Geeks, the official geek culture podcast of CM Life. I am your host, Steve Tiemann, and with me as always... Farhan. Jeremy Augusta. All right, and we are here. We got a bit of news, and then we're going to get into our main segment. So the first thing, Jeremy, you had a bit of gaming news. Okay, so Red Dead Redemption 2, which is coming out on October 26th, has a 105 gigabyte update on release. So that means unless your internet is really good, you're <laughs> probably going to have to wait until the 27th to play it. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. And um, of course, uh, the game also has a 32 person online mode, kind of like a battle royale, I, mm-hmm. I assume is how people described it. Mm-hmm. But that first day, I can just imagine it being dead because half of the country's Wi-Fi is it's not going to be, be still downloading the yeah. game. I want, wow! After it releases, I'm going to add up the weekend release and multiply it by 105 and see how many, how much like Ethernet was taken up yeah. by Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> I um, some of my um like Facebook stuff with other podcasts podcasts I listen to are like Australian, and they were talking about this. They're like, this is going to take me a week. Yeah. Wow. Their internet down there is so bad. Yeah, Australia's connected to the internet via a literal underwater pipe. Yeah. The whole country gets internet that way and like it's so slow. It's awful. There is there no way to like what's the point of having a disc? I don't like, know. Like do Blu-ray me. discs not like they're 50 they fit 50 gigabytes, which means ostensibly this game is 155 gigabytes. I guess in the past they'd make it two discs, but they didn't want to do that. Yeah. Wait, so if I bought it, a physical copy, and I put physical the disc copy. in, it would download the first 50, and that's, and then there's, and you said it's an, just an update automatically? Yeah, that is an update. That okay. is an online update, if I'm reading this correctly. And, yeah, that's that's what the article says. So essentially, as soon as the game is done downloading onto your system, it's gotta you update. have to, it immediately updates right after that. Yeah, I think this is like a day one update. Jeez. Wow. Um... On sale. Don't talk about. I don't care about the bundles. That's worse than like the Master Chief Collection. There was like a big update. It was like sixty gig update for the Master Chief Collection, and everybody was raising a stink about that. that was, I've heard of massive like, updates the whole before. Game. But that's Hang on, ridiculous. It, it, it gets better. Oh boy! According to Sony, you're going to need to clear at least 105 gigabytes of space for the game. Wow! And that does not take into account a day one patch or other downloads. So any DLC or any patching. Does not take into account that 105 gigabytes. Wow. Well, I'm going to be spending more than 60 bucks on the game because I need a, another hard drive. Yeah. For my, for my <laughs> Xbox. Another, yeah. yeah. Oh, my wow. gosh. I don't really play Red Dead, so this is not going to affect me that much. But, wow. Yeah, if I played, if if you're out there and you have a PS4, what I would do instead of going and buying an external one is I would buy an internal like PC hard drive, and there's tutorials online on how to install it. And it's way cheaper to do that. So if you need more space for this game, do that and research that. Don't buy like a Seagate one, which us Xbox mm-hmm. owners have to do. Yeah. Jesus. That's yeah, that's a lot. So um is that all on that's, the Red Dead front? Yeah, that's all Red Dead. All right, I got. cool. That's coming out soon. Fallout's coming out soon. It's gonna be a lot of when is Fallout seventy six coming out? Because I've not been following that super closely. No, I just my friends are super pumped about it, so they talk about. They it might a lot. be the only ones because I'm a huge <laughs> well, Fallout fan. We I'm want not very pumped. For it. One of yeah. one of the friends in our group we all, we like make fun of a lot, and we we're all going to just grind and get the nuclear codes, and then just nuke just his quick settlement. As possible. Yep, <laughs> like, it's our only goal is like nuke Nick. He's going down. Well, I wonder how big SCB. that day one update will be. Probably a lot. Yeah. It, it, isn't that it's just free roam through the wasteland with your friends or whatever? There's no real story. 
In really? Fallout 76, yes. There's no dedicated story. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. It's, I imagine there's missions and stuff. It's like it's, their take on Battle Royale. Like, it's kind of like Destiny. Did you ever play Destiny? A little bit. Not like, there's areas where you can interact with other players and kind of affect them and kind of not. Now that we're talking about 76, so much of it just isn't explained. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody knows what the nukes are going to actually do. Like, if they'll actually have a big impact, that game just is going to be a yeah. mess, I think. Hmm. Interesting. So save my money is what you're saying. I would, yeah. It, unless okay. you have three other people to sit down and play it with that you know are going to stick with you, I would <laughs> no. not buy it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm going to get either of those at launch. I'm going to kind of wait for the dust to settle and see what the verdict is. The only game I am considering buying at launch is Cyberpunk. Yes, that looked really cool, mm-hmm. and you sold me on that. Yeah. So I'm with you. Um, all right, moving on from gaming news. Our good friend Zack Snyder has announced another thing that if he still had the keys to the DC Kingdom, what he would have done. And uh, did you say you had the article up, Farhan? Yeah, I have the article right here from Collider. Um, It says that he was interacting with a fan, and basically the fan asked, um, like, uh, he asked if the story arc for, you know, the DC would have ended in the death of Batman. Essentially, he said yes, is basically what he said. Um, And, like, the article goes into, like, a comic uh, series called Final Crisis, Mm -hmm. where apparently... Uh, Darkseid kills Batman, and he says it would have been something similar to that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, his big plan at the end of Justice League 2, and I don't know if it, at the end of Justice League 2, but in Justice League 2 at some point, Batman would have died, gotcha. was his original plan. Now, my understanding is that that was that was it. That was literally, It was just a five-movie arc, and there wasn't anything else. So, so, if, it so Justice League that, 2 would have been the end then. Yeah, ostensibly. Huh. So it would have just been like, here's... My DC, like, here's just my run of DC, my movie run of DC. Here's the storyline, and then it's done. Maybe, like, two or three spinoffs. But then Warner Brothers, which is a recurring theme here, studio interference on this podcast, they're like, hey, make an MCU out of it. And then then that's where the problems arose. Gotcha. So him saying, him killing off Batman is fine. Like, Christopher Nolan could have killed off Batman. Mm -hmm. But him saying he's going to kill off Batman in like an Aven- Avengers like universe mm. is a nightmare for yeah. every other director because it means a you can't you won't be able to have Batman in anything else and mm-hmm. and b you need to plan for whenever that does happen so if you're develop so see right now if Black Panther two is being written and characters who have some sort of relation to T'Challa kill a different Avenger there needs to be an acknowledgement of that. Or else mm. it just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So if you kill Batman in Batman 5, there needs to be some acknowledgement in that in Wonder Woman 4 or whatever comes mm-hmm. out. Which is a total nightmare when you're script writing. Yeah. Well, I mean, if if what Steve was saying is correct and his original plan was this is only going to be a five-movie arc, I can get why that would have been his plan. Mm-hmm. But you're right, trying to create a full universe mm-hmm. where one of your key players like is dead halfway through, that's an issue. Yeah. Because yeah. like this is essentially the equivalent of like Iron Man dying in Avengers 2, mm-hmm. basically. Where it's just like, okay, well, then where do you go after that? He's like the main person driving your universe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, would, that was an interesting... Um, Take. I don't think he would have actually done it given the current state of DC. Right. I just think this was just something he originally planned when he took on Man of Steel mm. and his initial plan for, I guess, whatever yeah. the DCEU would have been before. So I guess his whole arc yeah. would have just been Man of Steel, BVS, Justice League, another movie. And then Justice League And then two. Justice League 2 because I don't think Suicide Squad was part of his plan. I highly doubt it I was. I doubt it. <laughs> I don't think Suicide Squad was part of anybody's plan. That's, yeah. that's also true. Well, we can but, put Will Smith in a movie. Let's make it. Let's do it. <laughs> that was their only threshold. 
So that that's interesting. I would kind of be interested to see where that would go in that alternate universe where yeah. that arc. Was, I mean, I can see done. it working because the that man they introduced in BVS had he was kind of on the tail end of his career. Yeah. He had been through some stuff. So, you know, all the stuff that we know and love for Batman in this universe had already happened. Yeah. So he's kind of on the tail end of his career. It would have been like, you know, the thing he can go out with, you know, is one last hurrah against Darkseid and he dies. Mm -hmm. So I can see it working within the confines of this five movie arc he was trying to put together. But given the state of the DCEU right now, I don't see how that would have been effective. It would have been an interesting way to distinguish themselves from the MCU. Like, hey, we're not not doing that. That's like a lot of work and that's crazy. We're just going to do this. Contained story. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Yeah. Now we're gonna do something else later on. But that didn't happen. And and I feel like if it did happen, it would just be all Zack Snydered up, and we'd yeah. be ar- we'd be arguing on Twitter about four more movies mm-hmm. of this crap about whether or not it's intellectual. Yeah. And how many uh, Christ allegories <laughs> oh are jammed into all the movies? <laughs> so glad it's not out there. Thank God it's not yeah. out there. I don't think Zack Snyder should. I think I hate Zack Snyder more than any human being on this planet. Okay. I just hate Soul his movies. It. Keep going. I hate Watchmen. People like Watchmen. You I don't hate like Watchmen. Watchmen really? I hate Watchmen what? so much. There's too many egregious sex scenes, and some of the dialogue is just is just misery. To I, mean, I don't sit think through. Watchmen's a masterpiece. I think the first ten minutes of I Watchmen is really good, huh. which where they have that mo- that montage. Yeah. I really like that, and then I don't like the rest of the movie. Okay. Uh, I I don't like I don't think I've liked anything Zack Snyder's done except didn't he do he did the owl movie <laughs> he did three hundred didn't he oh he, he did, did do three hundred he did three hundred yeah. I liked three hundred okay and that's it that's that's what you're done he did that, that animated he did cool movie no I've hate I have hated every <laughs> movie he's done for the DC universe too oh. I just I'm gonna look at Zack Snyder I can sit through Man of Steel Man of Steel I, I like I Man of Steel I like three hundred I like Watchmen really really good shot Man of Steel and it's when he's in the room spoilers. And ever oh this might not this might not be Man of Steel this might be Batman vs Superman but it's it's where he's sitting in the like Congress and a bomb goes off and he's just standing there shaking his head yeah I really really like that scene but that's the only scene I like Hmm. so moral of the story Zack Snyder's not a big fan I hope Zack Snyder writes in and just goes off on me Adam on I I really don't think he will that's his social (laughs) media like that's that's the thing that bugs me about him everybody ats him on this like social media site that no one uses. And he's like, hey, Zack Snyder, what about this for your movie universe? And he's like, oh, yeah, I wanted to do that. Yeah, Dick Grayson was the Robin that died. Yeah, I was going to kill Batman. Yeah, this and this huh. and this. And just, it just seems kind of lazy. By the way. I mean, uh, he's Zach, not going to be able to do it now. So yeah, exactly. He might as well just, answer the questions while he can. It just seems like, Jake, like you know how J.K. Rowling, like, after the fact, like, inserts things that yeah. she says always happen. It just strikes me as that, and it just yeah. rubs me the wrong way. It's well, it's, it, this case is a little different because the stuff he's talking about hasn't happened That's yet. True. Like, the, those movies aren't made. Yeah. Whereas with J.K. Rowling, we already have that lore, and it's already mm-hmm. in front of us, so she's just adding stuff after the fact. But in this case, it hasn't been made. Nikini no one's seen it. was always a snake woman. <laughs> For the record, Zack Snyder is producing Suicide Squad 2. Oh, wonderful. And really? another terrible movie he made. How, was is he Sucker like really Punch. producing or is his just name just on it? He's listed as a producer oh. in the same way it is on every other DC movie. I heard okay. Sucker Punch was awful. Because like I, there are a lot of situations where people have their names on as a producer, but they don't really do much. Yeah, he's having the same the role project. that he had in like 300. Huh. Okay. Because so like, like Chris Nolan's credited for like Man of Steel. Yeah, Steven Spielberg is has his name produced on a lot yeah. of stuff, but that doesn't mean he's necessarily doing a lot on each one of those projects. Just the fact that Suicide Squad 2 exists is depressing to me yeah, in the first well, place. Right. What is Zack Snyder written? 
They're doing um. Oh, he did a three hundred offshoot. Oh yeah, that was no good. Rise of an Empire. Yeah, he wrote Wonder Woman. That was good. Oh, he wrote it. Yeah, oh, he's listed right. as uh, writing. All right, Wonder Woman. Few good, few good peaks in his career, but mm. mostly valleys. <laughs> mostly, mostly valleys. valleys. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. On DC, they're doing, or they're they actually announced something they're going to go forward with is Birds of Prey, which is like a female anti-hero. Did they did they say the villain was going to be Black Mask? Yes. For a while, okay, because Black Mask. Because I was hearing conflicting reports that it was going to be also Penguin, so I mm. wanted to like clarify. So it is Black. I think Mask. it's Black Mask. That's okay. what I heard. And Mary Elizabeth Winstead from Scott Pilgrim and other things is Huntress. Okay. And someone who I don't know is um, Canary, Black Canary. Hmm. Is that her name? It, can I say I don't care about this movie at all? I don't either, so okay. go for it. Because these, like, these are the two actresses. I'm, I'm all for uh, more female-led movies. I just, I'm, I'm just done with DC at this point. Yeah. If it's not Wonder Woman or Captain Marvel, I'm just, I'm not particularly interested at this moment. It's very fair. So, um... I don't know. I mean, I'm, uh, yeah, I just, I'm not feeling it. It just feels like it was something that was inserted at the last minute. It wasn't part of their original plan. That so, because we, we heard nothing about Birds of Prey until after Suicide Squad came out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then people were like, huh, we need more Harley Quinn movies. And then this was made. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why I feel like Birds of Prey fits in the whole DCU. So that's, I just feel like it's not going to turn out in a way that people want it to. Yeah, agreed. All right. Um, do you guys care about Hellboy at all? Slightly. I liked Hellboy a lot when I was a kid. All right. Well, here's the poster for the new one. Ooh. It's Hopper from Stranger Things. I like it a lot. And he's Hellboy. <laughs> I'm on board. Yeah, I, I saw oh, that yeah. poster. It is was that, really good. Is that real? That's real? Yes. I'm excited. It's from Entertainment Magazine. That's a perfect casting. That's good. Everybody was like, get Ron Perlman back. But he's comes out he's, in April, he's old. correct? Yeah, he's very old. April 12th. Okay. I'm excited for this. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, if if we can't get, you know, the final Hellboy movie that, you know, Guillermo del Toro wanted to do, then mm-hmm. I guess a reboot's the next best thing. Yeah. So better than having a reboot than no Hellboy movies at all. I never watched these, so this will be my jumping on point. You never saw the first two? They're pretty good. Yeah. That's solid. I've seen a clip of the second one. Like, it was on TV, and I, I went to it for like 10 minutes. And they were trying to question this old lady who was like secretly a monster, and she ate cats. <laughs> yeah, I remember They're that weird scene. movies, but yeah, I think yeah it's odd. It's Del Toro, so I was like, "This is twelve-year-old me loved this Hellboy." So yeah, Hellboy. My mom probably Hellboy shouldn't have solid. let me watch it. Probably not. <laughs> All right, so that was quick. Um, I missed this last week, but the initial, like the creators of Avatar: The Last Airbender, the two guys who wrote it, announced that they're going to bring a live-action adaptation to Netflix. Because the last time they tried to do that, it was real it was good. awful, and I but hate it. They didn't write that. Right. Yeah, I was about to say, in their defense, they did that not was write that. M. Night Shyamalan's doing it. M. Night Shyamalan wrote yeah. that, yeah. and that's an embarrassingly bad movie. Oh, but if they're writing it, I, I, I'm I, excited, because mm-hmm. their they, writing's brilliant. Yep. And they announced, like, there's just not going to be any whitewashing. It's going to be ethnically accurate because of, like, all the... um, Like, each tribe has, like, a, a basis in, like, mm-hmm. a cultural group and, like... On Earth, so like um, the Water Tribe is like Inuit mm-hmm. uh, references. Um, the Earth Kingdom and the Fire Nation are like China and Japan parallels, kind yeah. of. And the Air Nomads are like Buddhist monks or mm-hmm. something. So I'm a huge fan. Of I love Avatar. Avatar so much. It's one. Of, it's my favorite animated show. If you've ever. never watched Avatar, and people are gonna be mad that I call it an anime, but to me it's an anime. If you've never watched anime and you've never watched Avatar, you need to watch Avatar and use that as a jumping off point to get into the medium and to get interested mm-hmm. in that. Because it's very Americanized, yes, it what, is, like yeah. Western 
viewpoint friendly mm-hmm. just for like a jumping on point and then you can get into the full-blown Japanese yeah. stuff. Yeah, I, w- I would go Avatar and then if you want something darker, Cowboy Bebop. And then based on those things, find your own interests in the medium. Got Do it. we know when this uh, series is like like in a somewhat of a release date? Um, I don't think so. Production will so. not begin until 2019. Okay, so okay. we got a while. So. Mm-hmm. No casting announcements or anything. They okay. did, however, do a CGI animation of Appa. Now that looks dope. And that looks better than the Shyamalan one already. It does. Yeah, so this actually, just this photo is better than the M. Night Shyamalan. I don't Avatar. hate the idea. But I'm I need to see more before I say I'm yeah. excited. Like on one hand, why do they need to retell something that's like yeah, damn that's near saying. perfect? Like we you what, what else are you going to add to the story that hasn't already been told? But if they pull it off, that's more Avatar for me. Oh and yeah, for sure. Good I'd, to go. I would have preferred just a better movie adaptation yeah. as opposed to doing a show because we already have a show. Mm-hmm. So I feel like all you'd be taking is something that was done in animated form and just translating it to live action. Have so. you have you seen the clip from the movie of the Earth bending? Oh, I've seen the entire movie. Oh, yeah, no, it I, gives me a migraine. Yeah, it's. Are you talking about the scene where they like stomp it's, and then like, it's do like the? It's, it's like three or four guys. Yeah, and they stomp their feet and yep. do a couple karate moves. Yep, and, they, huh, and then they, they just put, punch and then and just the, like start shaking. And yep. the boulder just moves, moves very slowly. Really slowly. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking a about. Firebender and explodes. Yeah, and the firebenders can't generate fire. It just makes me upset. That movie was heartbreaking oh. for me as a kid. Yeah, I don't understand why they it did it. It came out on so my birthday, excited. and I was like, I'm going to see <laughs> okay, Avatar. Here, I'll one-up you. Episode 3 came out on my birthday. Great. Actually, I did like that movie when I was a kid. But anyways, Good on you. I have to see the stupid meme every year. Like one, like so many years ago today, Episode 3 came out. I love, <laughs> I love it. But do we know what this new Avatar is going to be about? It's retelling Aang. I assume is it? it's a retelling of the same the, This Verge article is not helping me out. I be, I'm pretty sure it's retelling of... Aang's journey. Which, That's what I assume. If you're just yeah. if they if they say they're making a live action Avatar, I assume it would be a retelling of mm. Aang's story. They're gonna have to cut a lot out. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, for, for, there are, were some things in the original series that were one offs or that weren't directly just related like to goof the story. episodes. Yeah, and, and and you can definitely trim that fat off and still and still get it. Mm. And hopefully, this will drive people to experience it originally. Yeah, I just hope they kind of add a little bit to it as opposed to just straight mm-hmm. up retelling it verbatim. I mm-hmm. just hope. Add a few story paint. Uh, add a few story points. Maybe add a character here or there. Just give it something to make it different from yeah. the animated series. What can they improve on from the animated series? I don't know. That's why I'm saying it's a scary. It's yeah. a scary thing to try to do. They're kind of looking at this as I'm a second go. Yet. Like mm-hmm. it's like your professor giving you an essay to redo it, or to get giving you an exam to redo it, and you've mm-hmm. already gotten an A minus. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. It's hard to do better. It's, it's uh, I'm, that's why I said I'm not necessarily excited yet. I'm gonna wait to see more, but yeah. I don't hate the idea because if done right, it can be very good. But mm. it's very hard to do right considering it was already done. Well, we got it was perfect, basically. Before, perfect. yeah. This yeah. I will say in this image, the landscape looks beautiful. So if they're gonna expose us to some incredibly looking set pieces and make it visually stunning. Compared to like what was admittedly basic animation in the first few seasons, mm-hmm. I think that's uh, an area they can definitely improve on and make this their own standalone yeah. um, project. Especially like in the last season where the bending it's like ramped up. Imagine that in like live action with yeah. like done right, like oh, like the when Zuko and Azula are fighting, yeah, and just him like redirecting huge the blasts of fire and mm-hmm. redirecting lightning and stuff. That'd be incredible live action if done right. Yeah, so I'm I, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, all right, so. Uh, last two bits of news before we get into our main segment, which starts with a bit of news. But there was a second trailer for Titans, and it looked less awful than the first one. So I'm going to give it like th- two episodes. That's all I got on that. 
F Batman. F Batman. <laughs> yeah, I'm not looking forward to that show yeah. at all. Apparently, they're 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 waiting to reveal like Starfire's like original costume. They're like, just shut up about the coat. We get it. People like, really don't like that Starfire casting. No. I just don't like the way she looks, per se. I don't know a whole lot about the actress, so I don't, I'm not going to speak there. Mm-hmm. But just as far as just her design and the way she looks, that doesn't look like Starfire to me. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I wasn't just feeling the whole design of like, the way they made her look, I wasn't feeling. Mm-hmm. Beast Boy looked real cheesy. He does. Yeah. It looks awkward. I think his writing is going to be the worst of that yeah. movie. He looks kind of like Ezra Miller. Just like, I can see it. I see it. So, like, and I hated Ezra Miller in Justice League. <laughs> so... Maybe more. Yeah, his, his CGI looked really awkward when he like transforms into animals. It looked really weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm not looking forward to that yeah. at all. Again, two episodes. And um, early reports of Venom are that it is terrible. Who could have guessed Who it? Who could have guessed it? from the We're microphone so said that. Who could have guessed it? <laughs> I don't know how that sounds. Shocked. I saw a tweet. They were like, Who this saw is, that coming? They were, the tweet said, this is. This movie is Catwoman levels of bad. Wow. Oh, it can't be that like, bad now. It's original Deadpool movie levels of bad. Did I peek the mics? I'm so sorry if I did. <laughs> yeah. Catwoman levels of bad? That's what the tweet said. That's, that's a little Tom far Tom Hardy's now. worst performance since this means war. Why did he take this? I don't know. Catwoman levels of bad? They interviewed Tom Hardy on something, and they were like, what's your favorite scene of the movie? And he was like, it's not in the movie. They cut it. So, oh hey, my God. It's like that's, 30 to 40 minutes of stuff. And he was rough. like, that's awesome. They cut all of it. That's, that's almost rough. as good as when um, they were asking Batman, like, why the movie, like, if he <laughs> if he knew Batman versus Superman sucked and he's just staring <laughs> into the expense. <laughs> he's just looking beyond the interviewer. I imagine Tom and then Hardy's it, it interview fades is going to be gray and the sound of silence starts playing. It's very similar to the snowman situation. I don't know if you guys remember that movie. Yeah, with yeah, Michael with Fassbender, Fassbender, but the, the director in an interview essentially admitted before the movie came out that it sucks. Wait, is that the one where... No, it's like, I'm... It's like a serial killer. It was, either, it was either the director or Michael Fassbender. One of them, before in an interview before the movie came out, essentially said the movie's not good. I'm thinking of the early 2000s holiday classic where Michael Keaton dies and then turns into a snowman and oh, has very to express the movie. love for his child, <laughs> which you should movie. go watch. Jack Frost, thank you. You should go watch Jack Frost. <laughs> good stuff. I'm gonna. I might see Venom this weekend. And you should I'll, see I'll, Jack Frost instead, because I guarantee you, I, I very well might. It's gonna be better. And then I'll still trash Venom on Monday, just like from a bunch of reviews. Like, <laughs> so, so you're, the, you're taking one for the team. You're going to see Venom. I'm gonna take one for the team. Okay, because cool. I wasn't. Yeah, depending I, I on, thought about it, but if it's that bad, I'm saving my money. There was De- no consideration. De- depending on, because one of my friends is coming up, but like depending on what time he gets here, and we might go out or whatever. It's the whole thing. So it might be good drunk. Yeah. I'm going to pregame a little bit before we go. We'll you see. probably should. Shotgun like nine beers in the parking lot. <laughs> I'll take a Venom 3D. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Just throw up. Speaking of disappointing things. Because uh, of the movie, not that X-Men long. Dark Phoenix got a trailer, and it was immediately delayed the next day. Mm. Yeah, that was very weird. It mm. was just like, here's a trailer. Get excited for the movie. But it's but the date's not wrong. coming out for another few months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was weird. I've never seen that happen before. Where you drop a trailer for a movie, and then like not even a, really a full day later, you like, say it's delayed. Tie you guys over. Is that, that, was, that was very you? weird. The the one bit in the trailer, and it's almost like he's us. Magneto is like, no one cares, Charles. There's you. It's like it's like, what did he say? It's like you always apologize. There's always a speech, and, and no, no one, one cares. cares. Yeah. That's us. We don't <laughs> yep. care anymore. It's unfortunate because I really like Michael Fassbender as Magneto, 
and I like McAvoy as Charles Xavier, but it's just that's really what's holding this together for me is Michael Fassbender as Magneto and McAvoy as Professor X mm-hmm. are amazing. I'd love and to have t- them in the MCU. Those two alone are holding to me holding this whole okay. new X Men franchise together. So are we? Is this new X Men franchise like a flashback compared to the old one? Okay, so because essentially, this is funny because it's set in the nineties. Yeah, so. These guys are supposed to be like eight years away from being Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart. What? Although they kind of retconned a lot of stuff oh, though, yeah, with they did. Days of Future Past. So I think the past storyline where, you know, Halle Berry was Storm and Hugh Jackman was mm-hmm. Wolverine, I don't think that timeline exists anymore. Well, Hugh Jackman was in Apocalypse though. He was. Never mind. <laughs> the, the only scene I've ever seen, and I think it's from X Men First Class, but it's Michael Fassbender redirecting a bullet into. Charles's spine. Uh, Charles's spine, and I was like, first class well, is great. Sad. First class is great. I'll hold that up. Maybe I will. I will have to go back and look because the, the whole visual like, effects looked really good. The whole beginning is Magneto hunting Nazis. Okay, I like it's Michael awesome. Fassbender, and I like Nazi hunting. Yeah, this awesome. new X Men franchise, I think, is kind of like two for four almost because I don't think I'm going to yeah. just immediately say right now I don't think Dark Phoenix is going to be good. No. So I'm just going to count that in the bad category. And while I like Apocalypse, I understand that the wider audience doesn't. <laughs> yeah. So uh, X-Men First Class and Days of Future Past were amazing. Days of Future Past, actually, aside from Logan, is my favorite X-Men movie. But uh, Apocalypse came out, wasn't really received well, and I don't think anyone cares about Dark Phoenix at this point. No. So I'm just curious where this franchise is going to go after that, especially with you know Disney looming as purchasing Fox now. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a very interesting situation. I feel kind of bad for X-Men because they have... Like, if you just, like, line up all their movies, there's more highs than lows. It's, like, three's bad, Origins is bad. Um, I don't think there's, like, another bad one until, like... The Wolverine was... Every eh. Wolverine movie except Logan. The Wolverine, yeah, what, the the Wolverine was... The Wolverine meh. is fine. That was below average. It's fine. It's below average. I think I... Not did, terrible, but I below average. I think I laughed out loud several times during that yeah, movie. but do Because you, his claws are rubber. But do you... Ta- do you... Are you comfortable attacking them in the same group as Origins and Last Stand? Because I'm not. I haven't, no, I haven't I don't think seen those. I don't think the Wolverine is as bad as Origins and Last Stand, but I just think that that movie was lacking in a lot of ways, and I just, I just don't think it was all that great. I, I just that, don't think it was terrible. I hated that movie so much. It, that's the reason I've never seen any other X-Men movies. Have you seen Logan? No, I haven't. I do, I, I do want to see Logan because yeah, I know for a fact it's not an X-Men movie. Logan's great. But I just didn't get around to seeing it. Yeah, I just, like... They have more highs than lows, but the lows are so loud and yeah. so offensively bad. It's like, wow, the X-Men franchise sucks, but really it's... It doesn't. Like, X-Men 1 and 2 are mostly phenomenal. Fine. It's mostly fine. They just have continuity yeah. goofs. I, oh, they don't the care time. about continuity. Yeah. Yeah, I think funny. there's like a like a plaque in Fox that says, we don't care about continuity mm-hmm. when it comes to X-Men, because there have yep. been so many continuity issues through this Batman franchise. F-Batman and F-Continuity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, there's been so many continuity issues through this X-Men franchise to the point where I just I just think they threw their hands up halfway through and said, there's no point in fixing this. Yeah. We'll try to... And, but the weird part was, they came out with the Days of Future Past, and I thought that was supposed to be a thing to fix the continuity issues. Right. Then they put Hugh Jackman in Apocalypse, and then we're all confused <laughs> There's again. more continuity issues. Like, so, do you know how much people yeah. love Hugh Jackman? we got to keep him in. So, we're not going to worry about yeah. putting on makeup to turn these guys eventually into the Magneto and Xavier of 2000, because it, who cares? Yeah, it's, it's a very weird situation with continuity in that franchise. I just think they just gave up and said, we're just going to try to make the best movie we can. If it fits in the continuity, great. If it doesn't, who cares? Mm-hmm. So, I wonder how profitable X-Men movies are. Like Decently profitable. 
Pretty profitable. I don't know the exact numbers, but it's they're not it's, making MCU money. Yeah, but like, they're, it's, they're making a decent chunk of change. If you count it all, like from X Men, the first X Men, it's decent. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they've I just mean, never been on my radar. And I believe the the Shi'ar one of the alien one of the alien is supposed is, to be in Dark Scrolls Phoenix. or Shi'ar. Or I'm pretty sure something. Shi'ar. Okay. Because Scrolls is Captain Marvel, so I'm gonna say yeah. Shi'ar. They they both can use them. Though. And that's what um Jessica Chastain is playing, yeah. I believe. Okay. So yeah, I'm. We'll see. I know. I don't think it's going to be all that great. They teased us with good costumes at the end of Apocalypse, and then immediately gave them weird blue and yellow felt. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that jumpsuits. was weird. If that was really weird. Any costume designers are listening? Add more neon. Just randomly, I I want to see it on superheroes costumes. Just, just like, randomly, just, just anywhere. Just like I don't know. Give me like an '80s style uniform, just because that's what's back in fashion. Just do like a now. radical '80s or '90s, especially with the X Men. These like period pieces yes. set in the '80s yeah. and the '90s. Give them radical '90s costumes. You know what? You know who loves the '90s X Men series? Everyone. Mm-hmm. I grew up on that. Like I remember watching that when I was a kid, and I really liked that era of X Men. Just like just do that. <laughs> it it kind of looks lame when I look at X Men. Like it, mm-hmm. when I look at trailers for Marvel movies, it's like this is the ultimate superhero movie, mm-hmm. and that's very clear. But when I look at X Men movies, I'm just kind of like, there's nothing for me here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um this this franchise is starting to die down a little bit. I feel like Logan was kind of like it's great. This is the this is the the best movie we're gonna have in this franchise, mm-hmm. and after that is. I feel like the hype has kind of died down a little bit. I feel bit. like they should have ended with Logan. They they should have. They should Logan have. was such a good thing to go off on. And every movie that's been announced or, you know, I don't think any other X-Men movies have been released since then. Have there? Not released. Nope. Yeah, no, but everything that's been announced. We can go through the announcements, though. Yeah, everything that's been announced after that, people have just gone, I don't care. So. So. Although, um, I will, I'm intrigued. I'm interested in New Mutants to see how it goes, but everyone else I've spoken to doesn't seem too interested in it. Yeah, I don't really care about New Mutants. So. So, the ones they've announced are, and... We got a trailer for New Mutants, weirdly, but they're reshooting essentially the whole thing. Yeah, but that was weird. Dark Phoenix is happening. New Mutants, I doubt it's happening, honestly. I you really, don't think it's I, happening anymore? I really doubt it, because the Disney deal is going to go through before it comes out. Yes, like, what, it's going to yeah. be finalized before it comes out, and I seriously... like If anything, Disney will just release it on the streaming service, because okay. they'll have all the Fox stuff, like, hey, here's all the old X-Men movies and yeah. New Mutants. Okay. So those two, they keep talking about Gambit. They're, they, they're dead set they on Channing Tatum. They announced Tatum. actually. They announced that they're still doing it. They're dead set on doing this Channing Tatum Gambit movie that no one cares about. Yeah, for a while, it was dead in the water. I think there was a period of time where they said they're not doing it anymore. And just recently, I believe, they said they're going through with it. Ooh, Gambit movie delayed again. Oh, right. delayed for again. those still convinced it will actually happen. Right. Really? It got delayed is again? the full title. Yes, two days ago, it got, it wow. got delayed. Wow. Gambit might happen. release in 2020, but it also might not. Who wrote this headline and lead are incredible? <laughs> <laughs> well done. And um, Multiple Man with James Franco. That one interested me. I heard about that. Why? The pitch, well, the pitch was like, it's like a detective thing. And but who wants to see a movie on Multiple Man, though? If Franco can do something with it, I'd, I'm, I'd be I'm, game. Anything can work. Yeah, I don't, I'm not too fond of seeing a movie about a side character in one of the worst movies in your franchise. Like, I had to be reminded who Multiple Man was at first. I was like, who's was that? Was he in... Um, he was in Last Stand, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so I had to be reminded who he was. I'm like, who's a multiple man? And someone had to remind me, oh, he's the dude that kept multiplying himself in Last Stand. I'm like, who cares? <laughs> like, he's probably, like, that's that's one of the characters I care least about in that movie, and that movie itself is still terrible. So I just, I don't think that a multiple man movie is what should, we should be focusing on as far as X-Men movies go. I would like to read a quote Please from do. Um, 
Kinberg, Simon Kinberg, who mm. uh, directed Dark Phoenix yep. and is producing um, the Gambit movie. When you look at Gambit, he's a hustler and a womanizer, and we just felt like there was an attitude, a swagger to him that lent itself to a romantic comedy. Is is the, is it though? Is that is that the route? A romantic a good comedy idea? movie about Gambit. That's what Gambit's a rom a rom com. Wow! Isn't there like a movie that Disney deal needs to hurry up? Where Gerard Butler is like a womanizer and he's like really mean to women on like his show or something, know. and then he learns to love or something. Because I this feel like that's painful. Gambit. I feel like that's what that's talking about. Like he's just a. If you no. Who? No, no, Simon Kinberg, what, stop it. What market could this possibly be aiming at? Because it's, it's not aiming at people who are interested in Gambit, because I doubt they'd be fooled with that. do yeah. not care about rom-coms, and no woman is going to want to be like, yeah, that's I want to go see that movie. Oh, what? Well, Channing Tatum's cast in it. That's the demographic they're going for. They're trying to get women interested in comic book movies. Things like this are why naysayers say that comic book movies are dying. Like They just, hey, don't worry about the MCU. Simon Kinberg wants to make a rom-com rom out of Gambit. <laughs> this actually makes perfect sense to me now that do, they want to make it a rom-com, and I tell. know that Channing Tatum's going to be the lead. When Because they want women... Okay. They want to get women into the comic yeah. book movies. They're looking at a graph and saying, women are not watching Batman versus Superman. How do we get them into into going and seeing comic book movies? Yeah, I, I have an idea. Pick me. I pick you. You're um, not... How about you do, like, Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel, like, Dynamic, powerful female yeah, protagonist, like not a womanizing Channing Tatum. <laughs> I was, yeah. Okay, so Valentine's Day is in February, right? Yeah, that sure was is. the original release sure slate for Gambit. Sure is. Wow. They wanted it to be a Valentine's rom com. <laughs> Investigative journalism here on Raving Geeks podcast. Okay, wow. Gamespot hire me. Just Gamespot hire me. Your uh, your writer did not put that. Together, despite having an incredible title, I think I need to level more of my rage at Fox. It's, it's just been going towards Sony for the past like three weeks, but apparently Fox needs some of my rage. Yeah, like, I think the the Fox X Men universe has taken a hit. Like I don't, and I'm not entirely sure as to why. Like you think after you release a movie like Logan, everyone's excited for your universe, mm -hmm. but after Logan, everyone just kind of said, "Okay, we're done with this now." Yeah, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna do else. like another spinoff." And then people said, "We don't care." Like, wait, hey, what about what about? Uh, Two Claw Girl, what about her? We want to see more of her. Like, hey, don't worry about her. She's fine. Yeah, that that's the thing that got to me was after Logan came out, people said, oh, I want to see a movie about that character. And they said, oh, let's do New Mutants. Okay, <laughs> like, that's not what I said. No. But, okay. We, we didn't ask for that one. They're like, no, nah, but you're going to get it. Yeah. It's, like, can uh, we have Gambit? No. No. And the one, you're, you want, the one you are going to get is a rom-com. It's just like, oh, let's get, let's make an X-23 movie. Wouldn't that be a good idea? And Fox goes, no, nah, let's do New Mutants no, no, or no. rom-com Gambit. You're silly. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. No, I... Yeah, it's it's, an, it's a weird situation because so. because I've I've not really seen that where a franchise releases one of its best movies and then after that people go oh I don't care about this franchise anymore they push I don't themselves want... away from the table and yeah like, it was it's weird I've never yep. seen that happen before like they made dinner and then they went somewhere else I feel like it's just them spinning their wheels until like next Logan year two. when yeah, zombie Hugh Jackman. <laughs> when uh, I'd watch it. when Mickey Mouse's gloved fist finally closes on Fox and the X Men, mm -hmm. and Kevin Feige has a hold of the X Men, he's like, "Finally, let's just which is make our main a topic, good X Men movie." <laughs> that is our topic because it's coming, regardless of what that, regardless of the implications for the fil for the film industry. The nerds are excited because X Men's coming to the MCU and Fantastic Four. 
So how are how are they gonna? So they're gonna have to kill off a lot of people in this next movie. Probably and are X Men and Fantastic Four gonna fill into those slots? I don't know. I feel like hmm, I'm trying to think about this because you could you could just. With the Infinity Stones, I feel like there can be a lot of, like, hey, the universe is changing because all the Infinity Gauntlet stuff. Mm-hmm. So there could be, like, some, like, big event where, like, people just start mutating and, like, yeah. start becoming mutants. So that's where the mutants can come from. I mean, they've, it's never been established that mutants don't exist. That's true. So you could just say they've always been there. Mm-hmm. You'd have to do some working around Secret to figure— Secret government program. Yeah. There, was, there was some, like, visual guide to, like, Marvel or whatever and, mm-hmm. like, on— Wanda Maximoff's page is like hinting at like, oh, the Hydra experiments like awoke something in her that was latent, quote yeah. unquote. I was about so to say, it's like, all, like everything without saying the M word, saying that she's a mutant or that yeah. she mutated. Mm-hmm. They could also be like, the government started developing these things from old Nazi technology, right? Because like they were trying to re- re- replicate Captain America. Yeah, but they could it didn't be like really when out. Captain America would not sign the accords. We had we needed a contingency, like in case they wouldn't cooperate. So we started like investigating this mutant technology that we just had laying around from the Nazis. Yeah, yeah I was about to say you. There, uh, it's never truly been established. I like got at no point I believe in the MCU they say people can't be born with powers. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very possible that there have just been people who've been born with abilities. They just haven't been called mutants to this point. You yeah, can just sure. start calling them mutants. Yeah. So I don't think that'll be too difficult. And then as far as Fantastic Four goes, you can just. Introduce a new group of four people and just have them get the powers cool, and crazy and then space stuff. Mutants yeah, versus heroes. Keep it going. Mutants versus superheroes. Avengers versus yeah, you can. I think there's a very simple way to introduce them to the MCU that doesn't require you know universe altering type stuff. The Infinity mm-hmm. Gauntlet. I think you can just say, well, here we've never addressed them as mutants, but yeah. now that we can, we'll just start calling yeah. them mutants. But like they were on Shield's radar or whatever. Yeah. And, we and just then, feel and then as far guys. as uh, the Fantastic Four goes, just introduce a new group of four, have them get their powers, then have their story start out from there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't think you necessarily need a, a universe-altering type of event to bring the X-Men or Fantastic Four into the MCU. Mm-hmm. I think you can just say, well, they didn't. They weren't necessarily prominent before, but now they're starting to exist and starting to come together and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, I think there's a very, very easy, simple way to get that done and have it be effective and have it make sense to where it doesn't feel like this entire universe just took a complete 180 and shifted. They have have not had a major misstep yet. Yeah, no. and I Especially I, with yeah. all the – with since Avengers, there's never been like a drop-dead mistake that they made. So I have all the faith in the world that they're, that they're going to pull it off because they're only oh, yeah. getting better. Yep. What, what do you guys necessarily think is going to be the state of, like, this current slate of X-Men movies? Like, the McAvoy, Fassbender, X-Men movies. They're like, going to be like the prequels. They never have. They're just going to be like... But I'm just saying, like, do you... Because, like, like you said, New Mutants is going to come out after the merger has already happened. Probably. Like, you you don't think we're going to actually still see those films be made? Because Gambit, I assume, would come out after the merger. Multiple Man would have Gambit's to come out after the... <laughs> I what I'm saying. Like, those... What happens? Are they just they, I, gone? I assume they're going to get canned. I feel like Gambit would be so far down on their list of priorities, especially with that huge list of things they just got. They're yeah. like, sweet, now we can do stuff with... Magneto, we can do stuff with Doctor Doom, we can do stuff with Galactus, Annihilus, the Silver Surfer, all these huge things that can be like multiple movie arcs and like introduce tons of people mm-hmm. and tons of like cool set pieces and interactions with old characters that no one would care about Gambit. Okay. If anything, they'd yeah. slot him into like an X-Men movie. He'd be one of the X-Men. several mutants in this movie, but yeah. why would you give him his own movie? Yeah. And Disney is so strict on what their properties can do. Mm-hmm. 
that like if they were given a movie from Fox, I don't even think they would want it. Okay. I think they would be like, we'll do our own thing. Thank you very much. You think much. those movies will go to the streaming service then? Like every No, Fox I don't movie? even think if they've, it'll put the Disney stamp on it. If like, they've been made and they, and then then the deal happens, I would put it on the streaming service. That's if they're 100% right. made. If it's done. If they're like, oh, so anything we need all these production pickups. just wouldn't be finished. Yeah, I, I, I think so, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Which is sad because I'm actually, I was actually interested in New Mutants just on the premise that it was a horror movie. Yeah. And a superhero horror movie is something that's never been done before. Yeah, there was a statement you. from Bob Iger kind of talking about all of the things that they got. And it was like, we're really excited to have Fox Searchlight and we're going to like basically have them keep doing what they're doing. It's great stuff. FX is making a lot of great stuff. We're going to let them keep doing what they're doing. So maybe there will be like a bit of autonomy in that like, for example... Lucasfilm kind of operates independently, but it's under mm-hmm. the thumb of Mickey Mouse, and yeah. like Kevin Feige does his own thing at Marvel. So like maybe there's still going to be like a Although bit. Disney of... Disney has interfered with Marvel stuff before. Well, I because if that weren't the case, yeah, then with, like, James Gunn like, would still have a job. Yeah, I, yeah. You know. <laughs> that was just a PR nightmare that Disney was like, "What can we do now to get uh, to get people to stop emailing yeah, us?" I mean, like on the creative side of the house, okay. like it's it's. I'd imagine that it comes down from Disney itself, like, "Hey, here's." Our basic guidelines: be creative with you with your property that you do. So Lucasfilm is making Star Wars and indie. Marvel's doing their stuff, and I imagine Fox will have, operate kind of similarly. But I feel like Disney would greenlight things. So like, okay. hey, here's a rom com with Channing Tatum, and he's a mutant. Like, we're gonna release it. In that's Valentine's not in the memo Day. that Kevin sent about yeah. what things that he wants. So, <laughs> so no. Kevin said uh, not to let you guys do any gambit stuff. So uh, that's so gonna no, be a no. Let you guys yeah. do get out of here stuff. with your gambit movie. He yelled at me and he said, "If they even mention gambit, you should fire him." So wow. uh, if we're not doing a Hawkeye movie, you don't get a gambit movie. <laughs> you don't get Hawkeye. Or you because, don't get gambit. Because, yeah, okay. How many movies does Scarlet Witch have? Zero right now. So why would you and care about And until that Gambit? number is three, the Gambit number is not going to be one. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so. that's a, that's a, I'm interested to see how that goes because I it just feels weird that we're just taking this existing, because the X-Men franchise is still going on, mm-hmm. and we're just going to take an existing franchise and just kind of say, all right, we're going to cut halfway through and then like integrate it into another franchise. I guess that already, already has been done with Spider-Man. Yeah, I think but. it'd be really funny if, at the end of Dark Phoenix, like Jean just like goes like super out of control with the Phoenix, and, like just kills everyone and like destroys the world or whatever. So like, oh, this world's this, this world's done. Let's this, go to the next this, one. This parallel universe is done. Let's just move her to the next no one. No need to worry about them anymore. <laughs> Six months or like two months later. Hey, it's the MCU X Men. Just don't worry about it. Or plot twist at the end of Dark Phoenix, people just start turning to dust for no reason. Whoa. It was always They were there. in the same universe the whole time. Yeah, or, we just thought it was in the but 90s, the, but it wasn't Or they the 90s. start <laughs> reappearing. Like, people who disappeared in... So in Black Infinity Panther just show. pops up Black in Panther Dark just Phoenix. materializes, and he's like, what is going on? That's my Black Panther impression. Very but, hmm. yeah, That will I, never happen. It won't. What do you guys think they're going to do with Deadpool, then? Because I assume they would keep that They're separate. not going to change a damn okay. thing. They're just going to be like... He'll just, Are you, do you know that for a fact, though? Like, why, has anybody said we're not touching Deadpool? Why would they mess with a good thing? Because it's Disney. You'd be surprised. <laughs> is Deadpool Why did they PG-13 fire James Gunn? Rated, that was messing with the good thing. Is Deadpool PG-13 or rated R? It's, well, it's definitely rated R. Then there's going to be a PG-13 cut of Deadpool 2 this is where that's incorporating um, Kid from Princess Bride. I don't know his name. I don't know either. But Anne Hathaway? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> the, the, like, the little boy in Princess Bride, you know, where the grandpa's reading I've never the story? Seen that movie. 
Is that anybody? I have it. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I've, just, I've only just watched it, so like, okay. Oh, uh, I mean, my girlfriend so, made me do it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but they're going to incorporate that. Like, Deadpool is going to be telling the story of Deadpool 2 to the guy who was the little kid in Princess Bride who is now an adult. So if the... If the what's, what's the thing they did at the end of the first one? I've never seen... Ferris Deadpool. Bueller. Yeah. So how that was, like, the set, and, like, he was wearing the robe and mm-hmm. all that. So they're probably going to do that with... Princess Bride, and he's gonna like this grown man is gonna be sitting in like a little kid's bed, and like Deadpool be reading him a story. So that's that's the the twist they're going with the PG thirteen cut. I don't know why they're doing it. They don't really need to do it, and that's one of the reasons. I think that they're doing a PG thirteen cut because they don't want there to be any more rated R Deadpool's, and they want to mm. use him in the MCU. Maybe I mean. So then, what happens to the X Force movie then? Because I assume I don't I know. Would, is that still happening or not? I don't think I don't know. I would just move that over to Disney, just like. Because Deadpool is so well, Deadpool is so third wall breaking, he can just mm-hmm. like reference the fact that hey, they moved me over to the MCU, but I'm not really in it because I swear all the time, haha. And then Cable can be there because more haha hilarious. But then humor. you have to decide which because there's a lot of crossover between X Force and X Men as far as the members go. So yeah, but we haven't seen. Well, you have to figure out which characters in like X Force are going to stay in X Force, and then what characters you're going to actually use for the MCU. Even like the connections to like. The Fox stuff in Deadpool is mm-hmm. really like by a string. It's like, yeah. oh, they, hey, there's James McAvoy. So they can be like, we're bringing over Deadpool, Cable, Domino, Colossus, Negasonic. And then like Colossus, you might see in an X Men movie. That's what I'm and saying. And then just like, like, and then just don't mind. Like, they can, they can be like aware of Deadpool. And there's like, we don't deal with that guy. He's nuts. He's a killer. So he's in the MCU, but not yeah. at the same time. I could see how that would work. I don't think that Disney would do that, considering how seriously the MCU... I don't want to say the MCU takes itself seriously, but it's it's a... It's no Deadpool. Yeah, it's not a universe that breaks the fourth wall. Like, it's a universe that's a, a narrative story where, like, there's serious implications and yeah, people are dying. So I don't know if they would attach themselves to Deadpool like that, to where... I mean, I could see Deadpool referencing them, but I won't. I don't see them referencing Deadpool. That's fair. And yeah, like, I, I see it being a yeah. one-way thing where Deadpool might make a comment here and there. Or but like, I will never. I don't ever see a situation where like the MCU X Men reference anything that yeah. Deadpool. Or like doing. they'll like other people will show up in his movies, but he won't show up in theirs. I don't even or see he, other people showing up in his movies. I think, I think anything that's in Deadpool is going to be exclusive or unique to Deadpool. That's why I was saying like if any person that appears in an X Force movie with Deadpool. I think we'll stay in that little lane. I don't think you'll see them appear in any official mm. MCU stuff. Mm, I don't know. That's why I was saying you'd have to pick and choose which characters are going to be in X-Force and then what characters you're going to use for your actual X-Men because there's a lot of crossover yeah, between the members of those groups. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I don't, I, I will be shocked. That'll be interesting because I know. If they actually reference Deadpool. Because like one of the MCU. first questions when they were like, hey, we're getting Fox, they're like, hey, what are you going to do with Deadpool? And they're like, well, at the, like, uh, Dis- well, Disney's released R-rated stuff before, just like under like a different studio. Yeah, like they, Miramax is Disney, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, and they do like they did like Pulp Fiction. And yeah, stuff. yeah. No, so I'm like, not, I don't think Disney is incapable of releasing mature content because the the Netflix series are mm-hmm. Disney and those are extremely inappropriate. But yeah, I just don't think there'll be a mix. Yeah. I just think it'll just be extremely separate. No, yeah. And I feel like if they even think about it, they'll be like, we got to be real careful with this. It's like it's like heart surgery. We don't want to mess with this too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here and there. I'm I'm going for like here and there. There will be a little bit. 
I don't think there'll be any at all. Just like a little like tongue in cheek thing. Yeah. I think like, from Deadpool, well, sure, they, they but messed, as a whole, well, no. They, they got goofy with like Thor and like a little bit with like Guardian stuff. So like, true. There's, but there's they a, were there's goofy, room. but they were still PG thirteen. They were yeah. goofy PG thirteen, and they were in the confines of that universe. Like you didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't it was fair. a Thor yeah. movie. And yeah, it was that a Thor. allowed you to yeah. do some crazy things. Like, I don't fair. see a scene where Star Lord is referencing, "Oh wow, there was this really weird guy in red tights with some swords." Like I don't, I don't see that happening where you see MCU characters referencing Deadpool, especially <laughs> considering how inappropriate. The, yeah, like I just, I He's feel just like yelling would, profanity. It would just. So I don't know, detract from the MCU a little bit and make me take it a little bit less seriously. Make me care about it. I don't want to say care about it a little bit less, mm-hmm. but like if I know you're just going that off the wall to where you're referencing a character who I know is never going to appear in your universe mm-hmm. and who is breaking the fourth wall all the time, then why do I need to take you seriously if one of your characters dies or one of your character? You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. if you're in the Deadpool universe, I don't, I don't. You know what I'm saying? We don't yeah. really te- necessarily take that too seriously. Mm-hmm. Like Deadpool two spoiler is a scene where a bunch of characters die and we laughed at it. So mm-hmm. it's a very it's a very different tonally. Whereas when people die in Infinity War, you're supposed to take it very seriously. Mm-hmm. That's so that's why I don't fair. see that crossover happening because you're trying to keep something intact. And I think inserting this current iteration of Deadpool would kind of ruin that. Yep, I'm with you. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's I my spiel. I think they should still keep Ryan Reynolds though. They're they oh yes, they anyway. should definitely keep him. Yeah, I, I just I, that's what I'm saying. Keep Deadpool the way it is. But the only thing you'll have to switch around is. Which characters you're going to exclusively associate with Deadpool, and then those characters will just stay with Deadpool, and you won't see them in the MCU. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, Colossus is going to be with Deadpool, cool, but then Colossus isn't going to be in any MCU X Men movies. So that, that's yeah. how I would do it I if I were the head of Marvel. Yep. Okay. Cool. Um, last thing, I just want to see Doctor Doom like done right. Oh yeah. Now we, that we need to get a good Doctor Doom because his his iteration on the screen have gotten progressively worse. Yes. Like, the first Fantastic Four was bad. Mm-hmm. The second one was terrible. Mm-hmm. And then the Michael B. Jordan... We don't talk about Josh Fantastic Trank. Four, Dr. Uh, Doom. That Dr. Doom I saw that movie was a walking sex toy came out. who had the weirdest abilities I've ever seen. Like, he literally... I don't know if you guys have seen that movie, Happen. but he'll just... He'll look at somebody and they'll evaporate. I'm like, yeah. since when can Dr. Doom do that? It, it was a... Yeah, I was a, a very... That's probably the worst iteration of a character, mm-hmm. like, adaptation from a character... From comic book to screen that I've ever seen, like that wasn't Doctor Doom. I think that's what I'm most excited about is the villains that we're getting from yeah. Fox because a lot of them you can use for everyone, and a lot of them the we Avengers. haven't seen good iterations of. Yeah. Like I, I still contend we haven't seen Galactus on screen, yeah. even though he's technically the villain Give in me Fantastic Four. A giant too. man with a purple helmet. Yeah, like we haven't. I, I still don't think we officially seen Galactus on screen because that thing we got in Fantastic Four Two is not, not Galactus. Galactus. <laughs> so, not my Galactus. Yeah, there's a lot of characters that we've technically seen on screen that I contend we haven't seen like on screen. The Silver yet. Surfer. Although he was pretty badass. He was that, cool. That was a fairly faithful adaptation yeah. of Silver Surfer, but mm-hmm. Galactus was, I'm like, that's not Galactus. I don't know what that Didn't thing Green is. Didn't Green Lantern do basically the same thing? We kind talk of? About that one Parallax? Kind of, yeah. Just a big cloud? Yeah, and I was like, I don't remember Parallax looking like that, but okay. Yeah, I that the Green Lantern did Space do something. clouds. Same. But at least, like, Parallax and Green Lantern had personality. Like, he was a being that could talk and communicate. In Fantastic Four 2, he was just a cloud didn't say anything. Mm. It didn't do anything. It, it was just there, and then at the end, it tried to devour Earth. Mm. It had no character whatsoever. Yeah. I think it was a planet for most of that movie, actually. And then it turned into a cloud, if I remember correctly. I haven't seen it in a while. Speaking of Green Lantern, I'm really excited to talk about what I've been reading. Okay. Yeah, we can get into We're that. We're ready to get into that. Yeah. I have been reading Superman Red Sun. Okay. And I've never read a comic book before. This is like the hmm. first comic book I've ever read. The cameos from other characters in it 
and just the general writing are incredible. Like, uh, I'm absolutely in love with this, and it's going to get me okay. to read more comics. I don't want to spoil it, because you really should read it. Okay. Have you guys read it? I haven't. I have not. It's like six bucks on Amazon. Okay. Okay. Highly cool. recommended. Now, just like, did you get like a physical copy I of bought, it? Or? I bought it on my laptop. Okay. So, cool. the iPad has a really cool version where they'll lead you through the panels, oh, so sweet. you can't cheat and look ahead, mm-hmm. which I really like. It's awesome. Yeah, I'll get into that. Um, Tyler... You can you can go. I okay. trying to think about whatever. Um. Well, I rewatched Solo because my uh, girl had never seen a Star Wars movie, and that was the one that I got that was able to. And that's what she. That's the one I scrolled past. So All I was right. like, sure, we'll watch this. Um. And it's it's still not great. Not as bad as I remember it being. Oh. I, when I first watched it, I I really didn't like it. And then I watched it again, and I was like, "It's not terrible." I won't say I really didn't like it, but I was just kind of like, "This is this is not very great." But watching it a second time, I don't say I enjoyed it more. I kind of enjoyed it more. I'm I guess gonna, I would say I enjoyed it more. I'm just gonna say it. I had fun with it, especially. Yeah, like, it's, there's 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 ways to have fun with it if you just ignore all the preconceived notions you have of it before. When the music gets a little Empire yeah. Strikes Backy when he's doing the Kessel yeah. Run, I was like, "It's Han Solo." Yeah, yeah. like. Because when I first watched it, there were, like, moments I enjoyed and then certain moments where, because of, like, previous notions I've had of this movie going forward, I let it get to me a lot. Mm. But watching it now, it's like, if if I move that out the window, I mean, it's a movie you can enjoy from start to finish. Like, it's not terrible. Yeah. So, to all you people hating on Solo, I get it. But just, just like, try to watch it with— Yeah, just try to watch it without the hate you, like, inherently have for it. I think you'll enjoy it just a little bit more. Like, when you watch it, don't think of the fact that we didn't ask for a Han Solo movie <laughs> and that we don't care about his backstory. Just watch it as just just watch as a movie from start to finish and just see what you think. If you watch, still don't like it, sure. Watch how good Donald Glover is. But, yeah, like, Donald Glover's Lando is amazing. Like there's there's stuff in that movie to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, but enough to where you can get through it and not, you know, your eyes don't burn. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not Phantom yeah. Menace or Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a much better made film than those. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it should be mentioned in that yeah, category. No. There's things in Attack of the Clones that I like, but that movie's huh? bad. Like, I like, like the like, clones. Like scenes. Scenes in it. It's like, hey, that's cool. Like, I like the like clones. The, really? the asteroid chase scene's pretty cool. Nah. I like that. <laughs> um, all the Obi-Wan detecting. Nah. It's, it's good. Pretty good. I like Django Fett. Nah. Um, anyway, um, speaking of Star Wars things that are bad, uh, my friend was like, hey, Battlefront 2 updated. There's, there's squads now. Want to play? And I was what? like, sure. That's what people were asking for. Guess what? Still bad. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm no good on the ground because like everybody. It's the like, only fun EA, part of the game. For EA me. has done their damage with the whack progression in the star cards. So like, your your guns don't do anything, and then everybody else one shots you. So I'm yeah, like, I watched a really good, long review of good. a guy talking about how awful it was. He's like, shooters are fun because you all have the same tools, and it's based on your ability and strategy to capitalize on on their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. But when you go the star card route and just make it so whoever's played the longest is the best everything, it's not fun. Mm. And it's like, no hey, one. here's a star card that literally makes your grenades stronger. Here's mm-hmm. a thing that boosts your blaster output or yeah. whatever. If he has the same gun and you have, the, like, if you guys both have the same gun and his gun is better, that's not a good mm-hmm. balanced game. Yeah. And it sucks because it it looks and it sounds, it's just like, all of like the trappings of it is awesome. It's like, hey, this is like an actual really good looking Star Wars game. We haven't had this in a while, but the gameplay is just broken. Completely? And I don't, for me, because okay. I just, I don't know. Space battles are still pretty fun. 
personally. I think I just I like fun. doing that. Yeah, that's what I enjoy from Battlefront. I don't even need to kill anybody. It just PS2 cool. Battlefront because I haven't necessarily like played. You go in the, the cockpit. Like, oh, this is what Arc One Seventy looks like. Oh, go to the Y wing now. Oh, that's cool. One thing they don't have in these battlefronts that was my absolute favorite in the last one was where you had to go land on an enemy yes, ship that was and so like fun. you had to run in and like take down their shield projectors or you could do it from yeah the and outside. you could like plant bombs on their like engines and so stuff. much strategy that involved fun. that's just not in this new that game one. still holds up it does Absolutely. i haven't i actually have it for my mac oh it's so good yeah no um, controller support yeah. so i have to play on this tiny keyboard mm. yeah yeah and that was the only thing i did this weekend because i was busy so okay. next weekend i'm gonna take one for the team see venom and I will try to get further into Iron I Fist season you. two and let you know how it is. <laughs> Should I have homework for uh, this? Uh, if you want, what's some homework? I'll, I'll think of it and I'll message okay. you guys and I'll talk about it <laughs> next week. So I don't, I'm not going to get like too far into Iron Fist. Like when I come back next Monday, don't think I've gotten through like episode no. thirteen. Yeah, Iron Fist T-shirt on, <laughs> but guys, it's great. Like, I'll get through some more episodes and let you know what yeah. I think. We've established it's better than season one, but so far, yes, episode one was. But it's not watchable. hard to be better than season one of Iron yeah, Fist. Yeah, because I remember like the first episode of season one. I was like, oh god, this is bad. But at least with that first episode of season two, it was like, okay, you set up, you set this. New season up nicely. I want to see more. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll watch an anime. Okay, and then talk about that we'll next week because we have not had many mentions of that. And with Avatar gaining popularity all of a sudden again, it might be relevant. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm not super in anime, but people are, so we can talk about it. Okay. All right. Cool. See you guys later. And you can find us Facebook and Twitter at Raven Geeks, and basically everywhere you can find podcasts, and on our website at cm-life.com. Jeremy has a podcast. In it together. Um, If you're interested in politics or social issues, we have a guest this week, Emily Jones. She's the president, I believe, of OWL's Organization of Women's Leadership. So talking to her was really great. If that's of interest to you, please check it out. Cool. All right. Until next week. See you later.